Hey guys, it's Alfredo. And this is Brian. And this is Film Purgatory. So thank you guys so much for joining us this week. This week's a special week. It is one year that we started this, Brian. Our one year anniversary. Exactly one year, finally. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank you. You didn't say thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> you gave me a thumbs up. Thank you. That's good <laughs> enough. Uh, one year, guys, and this week we're going to be talking about football, football movies. We mistimed this one a little bit, but it's not our fault because the NFL decided to add one more week. We were trying to align this episode with the Super Bowl, but... Uh, yeah, I forgot to take it into consideration last week, but yeah. Stars did not align. It's okay. Next week. We got the Pro Bowl this week. Yeah, but nobody watches that. I watch it. No, you don't. I don't. You're right. I don't. I don't watch it. Okay, Super Bowl next week. Rams. Bengals. Bengals. I'm really excited for this one. Why? Very excited. Because we have two teams we don't normally see. Oh, I thought you were talking about the episode. I'm talking about the matchup. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> well, both. But mm. this matchup should be good. I'm, I'm happy for Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow. Mm. Who do you got? Rams. But I'm going for the Bengals. <sighs> what a sellout. I am too. I'm going for Rams. So. Oh, you're going for the Rams? I think they're just the better team. I think, I think they're the better team, but I'll be rooting for the Bengals. Mm. So, I don't know. It's, it's tough. Like, I won't be mad if the Rams win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, like I said, I like both quarterbacks a lot, both teams. Um, so, we'll see. Should be. Hopefully, I'm just hoping it's a good game. I don't right. want to blow out. Right. That's, those are the worst. Yeah. For a defensive game. I don't mind. I like defense. I know, I know that's... I know most people don't, but I like defensive games. Because oh there's real football. It looks more old school. Like, I don't like games where they're going back and forth. Like, touchdown, touchdown. It feels like a seven on seven. I like a shootout. Uh, feels like a flag football game. The point is, football is insanely <laughs> influential, not only in our lives, but I'm sure in everyone else's lives. It is no coincidence that it is the most watched sport in America right now. Uh, I wouldn't say it's America's game because I still like baseball. Fight me. But it's, it's still great. Football is the most viewed sport in America right now. Yeah, the ratings are pretty high. Yeah. Even most recently, they're really, really high. And that's why this, this episode's pretty special. Because not only do we like football, we've played football. You played football in high school. I played football in high school. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that played who can relate to a lot of these movies that we're going to talk about. But um, I just think that football is, is is more than just a sport. It's a way of people interacting and, and, and connecting with each other. It's a culture. It's a lifestyle. You know, It gets real deep uh, <clears throat> once you play. And, and once you get into that... that I guess those those friend groups where it's all football and, and how deeply rooted football is in a lot of people's lives. Well, specifically teams. Mm. A lot of people are passionate about their teams because oh, yeah. maybe it's passed down to their families and stuff like that. Uh, so it, it is very, I guess, very significant. A lot of people's lives. Right. This game. That being said, we can talk or we should talk about the movies, the big movies that uh, have influenced everyone's lives, even to those who aren't a fan of the football sport. Um. I mean, out of the top of your head, Brian, what do, what do you think when you think of football movies? I think immediately remember the Titans. Mm. I think that was a good movie for a lot of reasons. Mm. Uh, Football-wise, I think they, they they displayed how toxic locker rooms can be, which is something people like kind of overlook when it comes to sports. I believe that locker rooms aren't always the, the best places for these players or coaches. Um, but it's specifically in this movie, it was because of you know the racial inequality and right. the, the segregation of the players themselves because they didn't want to be or the desegregation yeah. process. Right, because the coach was black, right. so he's like, I'm not gonna have this. You know, right. we're a family here. This is how we're gonna win. Mm-hmm. And even coaches today, when you listen to them, well, 
uh, express that message as well. Like, no, we're a family in this locker room. That's how we're going to keep right. winning and look out for each other. It's always the same message. Mm. It, that happens to be a Disney movie. Uh, so you get that Disney vibe. And it's inspirational. It is a true story, obviously, because of Hollywood. It's embellished a little bit. But uh, it, it you can't help but feel special at the end of the movie. You know, the, the good guys win. I feel good about myself. They overcame those adversities and came right. together as a team and really embraced uh, each other as a football team and as brothers. So that's a nice feel-good movie. And I feel like a lot of people really like that movie. What about you? What, what's, like, the first football movie that comes to your mind? Um, well, there, there are a lot of great movies, but I think one of my favorites would have to be Gridiron Gang. The one, The Rock? That's a good one. That's a very good one. It has, um, who, who's the... Who's that? that um, Exhibit. Exhibit was Exhibit's in the Exhibit's in the movie. That's right. So, yeah. Wow. I don't know. It's just um, a lot of these movies, a lot of these football movies are going to have that feel-good movie or feel-good moment. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are inspirational. I think exactly, that's their foundation. Yeah. Like They want you to feel inspired with the winning and the working hard towards a goal, teamwork, stuff like that. I guess this one is more significant because of the situations of these kids. Yeah. Another true story. But these kids involved in this movie were in Juvie Hall, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they were criminals. So, you know, a lot of their their lives got turned around because of this organization. That that did happen in real life, so that's great. So that just lets you know, man, football is not is more than just a sport. It just further proves that that point. You know, it can it can really help you. It can really help you absolutely uh, develop discipline, develop um, relationships with other players, and really straighten you out in life. It's nice. I like that. Yeah, it's a good, good, like you said, good message, good, good feeling at the end of that movie. We did have a poll this week on Film Purgatory, uh, asking what the best football movie was, and we did get a lot of different responses. Remember, the Titans was mentioned. Uh, Gridiron Gang was mentioned. The Blind Side was mentioned a lot. That's the one with Sandra Bullock. That, one, that movie actually got really bad criticism. Uh, really? Yeah, because it was grossly exaggerated. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. uh, that's that's what Hollywood does a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was just really like the the player doesn't like it. He hates the movie. No and, way. Yeah. Uh, it was it was just a lot of criticism. Me at the time, I loved the movie. Mm. You know, I thought it was like like I said, very inspirational. At the end, you know, they show the real life clip of Michael Lord getting drafted. Right. You know, giving uh, Roger Goodell that hug, that traditional thing that he does with all the draft picks. You know. Right. So it was a really nice uh, story. And I loved the beginning because it showed my favorite player of all time, Lawrence Taylor. Nice. And I was like, yep, yeah, that dude changed the game, you know, and it kind of started from that. I love that, that little right. message. But now, given everything we know, it's, it's, uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty exaggerated. I mean, I, I feel like that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. But it still does not take away from the movie itself. I'm sorry, Michael, you didn't like the movie, but it was a good movie. At least to the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. A uh, good story, good football movie. Like I say, in general, it's good to watch. Strong performance for Sandra Bullock. Yeah, did she win? I believe did she win an award? Because I remember, I remember her being like, uh, where, uh, what is it, widely praised mm. for that performance? And I was like, okay, yeah, she. I thought she did a good job. Did you know her husband owned a taco bell? In the movie. In the movie. Yes. Various. You knew that. Various. You know, I always remember that movie because I thought Lily Collins, their daughter, was super fine. So I was like, as a kid, I was like 14, I think, when that movie came out. I was always like, yo, that girl's fine. So every time I see her, I'm just like, the blind side. You know what, Brett? I just had an epiphany right now. <laughs> I think she won an Academy Award for Best Actress. Uh, I'm going to hold you to that. I, I, I think she did. I hope you do. She did. I hope you do. 
strong movie very good movie but another great movie that was mentioned a lot and one of my personal favorites would be Friday Night Lights Friday Night Lights was with uh, what's the actor's name I know what you're talking about I'm gonna let you that I'm gonna let you try Billy Bob Thornton yes nice good job it, no I'm not referring to the show I am aware there's a show there was actually a movie before that do your homework spoiler alert spoiler I mean alert. it's an old movie that one stood out to me because if I remember correctly, at the end they they lost. Wow, way to spoil it. That that's that's the like the big like oh no they lost. Like you fucked you fucked everybody up right now. <laughs> but I just thought it was really funny because most of the time they win. You know, inspiration. I was like nah, they, they lost. <laughs> see, that's what I like. Yeah. I remember back then we were talking about movies that, you know, you think of the ending like uh, Don't Look Up. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but you think that at the end it's like oh it's gonna be a happy ending, and at the end it's not. And, and that's what happens in this movie. It's very real. Again, inspirational. But I like that, you know? It's like, you could have easily made a movie on Carter High, which they did. Not necessarily based on football, like Friday Night Lights were. It's on Netflix. But um, you told the other story. And that's what I feel like isn't fair a lot of the times in history. You only tell the story of the winning side. Okay. And I'd like to see the story of the losing side as well. That's what's really... It's nice. It's realistic. Yeah. For every winner, there's a loser. So I appreciated that. And it was a great movie. Um, it was very real. It was very raw. There's a lot of emotions on the football field and out of the football field. Definitely. Following the story of the main players. And it's highly praised as being one of the best football movies out there. Uh, it is pretty good. Another movie that a lot of people do like and for some reason has gotten shitted on a lot would be The Longest Yard. It gets shit on? Yeah, it gets shit on. Damn. I'm not gonna mention who, but I heard some shit. Yeah, like it wasn't a very good movie. I love this. It's funny. I, so I still think it's funny. <laughs> uh, but I, you mentioned earlier, it was a lot of a lot of real football. Sorry, a lot of wrestlers and, and a few football players in okay, there. Okay, yeah. So I want to specify. This is the Adam Sandler one. There was a previous Longest Yard, and that had Burt Reynolds in it. Now Burt Reynolds is in the Longest Yard with Adam Sandler, but Burt Reynolds himself has not seen the Adam Sandler version. He just does not care for it. He feels like his story, or his movie, is the better one. I don't know how you can make those claims without watching the Adam Sandler movie, but hey, you do you. That's fine. Um, I did see the Burt Reynolds, Reynolds one. It is a little dated, but I'm sure at the time it was great, but it follows basically the same thing. Paul Crew, football player, shaving points, I'm in jail, game against the con- or the guards, mm-hmm. cons win, yay, we did it. The Adam Sandler movie is is a lot more entertaining. It's a lot more recent. I think so. Um, it's funnier. I wouldn't say it's inspirational as the other movies, but it's pretty funny. It's entertaining. That that one follows the the classic Sandler uh, blueprint. Mm. Like it's not meant to inspire you. It's just you're gonna get a couple laughs out of it, and that's it. So Brian, you did mention that the Longest Star did have a lot of wrestlers in there, mm-hmm. and it did have some football players. For example, Michael Irving. From Dallas Cowboys, your favorite team. <laughs> uh, he was in in the movie, and he played a wide receiver. He was a con. Uh, I think he did a fantastic job. Yeah, as a as a young kid, I didn't know that he was a football player. I thought he was just an actor. He right. was pretty good. Right. And I don't think that's the case with a lot of athletes that try out to be actors. LeBron. <laughs> uh, but I think Michael did a fantastic job. So that being said, let's look at other football players or ex-football players that turned out to be actors that did a great job 
So any of them come to mind? Ex football players. Ex football players. Terry Crews. That's right. Yeah, he did play college ball and he was drafted in 1991 by the Rams. What's up? Okay. I didn't know that. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock did play college football. I don't know if he was drafted. I don't know if he was drafted, but I thought he was with the the Bucks for a little bit. Or no, he did back up Warren Sapp at UM. That I know. Nice, good job. Spent some time in the CFL. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. All right. He he's actually now um, I think part owner or full owner of the XFL or like majority owner something like that. We're talking about The Rock. Yeah, right? Dwayne Johnson. He yeah. um, cause Vince McMahon, uh, I think he sold it. Remember they tried uh, the league again, uh, in 2020. Mm. Or like 2019, it was a big thing that like it was gonna start 2020 after the Super Bowl. Okay. But after the Super Bowl was when everything went into lockdown because of COVID. Right, so right. ratings were, you know, nobody was even bothered right. to even watch a game, of course. So he sold it, I think, to uh, Dwayne Johnson and I'm sure other investors, if I remember correctly. So he's still involved in football. It's pretty cool. Very cool. And he himself has uh, multiple football movies. We mentioned the Gridiron Gang. He did the game plan. The game plan. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those, those are movies that really aren't mentioned. You know, because I've, I've asked several people, you know, what comes to mind when you think of football movies. And usually you get the same three to four different responses. Right. There are various different uh, football movies out there. There are a lot. Uh, just to mention a quick few, we got Draft Day. That's the one with Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Radio was another one. <laughs> Kevin Good Jr. Radio. The Replacements. The Replacements, a big one. Keanu, that's Keanu Reeves. Varsity Blues, that's an older one, 1990s. Uh, the Waterboy. We mentioned so, that. We, we talked about it a little bit, I believe. This up, too? No, I'm saying, I'm saying like, I'm joking. Oh. Because like, we've talked about it so much. Nice, nice. Uh, the Express. The Express with just Jim Brown. Love yeah. that story. Jim Brown. Very cool. One of the OGs. We Are Marshall, another true story. We Very Are Marshall, emotional. yeah. Very emotional movie. Concussion, that's the one with Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, the Long Shots, Ice Cube. Leatherheads. That's with um, George Clooney. Mm-hmm. And the the newest one. Um, the American Underdog story? Yeah, the Kurt Warner story. That's a good one. Uh, I just thought of Invincible. Remember? Uh, it was the story of the guy from the streets who just tried out for the Eagles that's and ended the, up making the team. That's the Mark Wahlberg one. Mm-hmm. Paternal. Any Given Sunday. So many movies. And then there's the 50 Cent one. I don't know if you remember back in... I don't know if it was high school. It was a long time ago where he was. There, the pictures were being leaked of him looking very skinny, mm. something like that for a football movie or something. And right. I think that was the one. A number one greatest football movie, and I have not mentioned it yet, and that would be Rudy. Rudy. Rudy is consistently the top football movie all time, and I can't argue with that. Would you say it's because it's so inspirational? I think that's the whole premise of the movie. It's the inspiration. It's this kid who his lifelong dream is to play for the Fighting Irish and him finally getting there and and not only getting to be on the field but making a play and being held and and, and praised. Rudy. It's, it's, it's a timeless movie. That's uh, John Favreau. John Favreau. That's his debut movie, no? It was? I believe so. I'm not sure. Don't quote me. Sorry, John. A lot of football movies out there. I would do want to give a shout out to, I guess, the the football movie that started it all for me Little Giants oh my god it's one of my favorite movies of all time love that movie what is that <laughs> I love it <laughs> I don't know I, I guess when I was a kid I watched the Honey I Shrunk the Kids uh, so many times so right. and seeing uh, what's this guy's name 
Rick Moranis. And this one, I, I don't know how old that was when I first saw it, but I had interest. And I loved it. Fell in love with the movie. Icebox. Icebox. Yeah, guys. A lot of these movies you can go ahead and watch on Netflix, HBO Max, Hulu. I don't know what else. Paramount Plus. Who has Paramount Plus? Anybody? You got Paramount Plus? Nope. All right. To, shout out to Paramount Plus users. All right. <laughs> um, Brian, have you seen anything recently? No. Nope. About? What about you? Uh, I saw the the Tinder Swindler on Netflix. Ooh. Oh, okay. I saw the thumbnail of that. How, how was that? Okay, so the only reason why I watched it is because it's the same people who did Don't Fuck With Cats. I love Don't Fuck With Cats. It's great. That it's was great. so good. Great. And it's a true story. It's a documentary. And, I mean, this story isn't all that great. I mean, the, the, the facts of this story is, are pretty mind-blowing. But it's nothing out of this world. But the way they tell this story is what really appeals to me. So this is another one that um, is entertaining. I would really, really recommend this movie. I think you're gonna, you're gonna like it. If you like Don't Fuck with Cats, you're gonna like this movie as well. I'll give it a shot. Is it how long? How many episodes is it? Or? I think it's just one sitting. One, one. Oh, it's one. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember Don't sure. Fuck with Cats was separated by I think it was like three or four. Yeah, this is a lot shorter. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. I think. I don't know. Just watch it. I'm gonna watch it regardless. Yeah, just watch it. Uh, next week, Brian. Next week, bad boys, bad boys. Nice, what nice. You know I, I thought you forgot the the song. No, what we're gonna do? Oh no, usually that happens to us a lot, but no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah we're going back to Will Smith, Bad Boys, and Martin Lawrence. What's up? Mentioned it a little bit last week. We're going more in depth this week. Now we're gonna dissect this thing. Very nice. So guys, like we mentioned before, this is a one year. Uh, anniversary episode so it's very special so we'd like to thank you from each and every one of us here at Film Purgatory each and every one of our, our team members are here to thank you personally thanks guys for always tuning in keep up okay thank you guys for always listening and sharing our love for films and to many more years I feel like a broken record but thank you to all you guys who are listening and yeah keep listening there's going to be a lot of good stuff this year Big things coming this week or this year, guys. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, a lot of new things. We're going to try new things, Brian. You're going to try a different colored shirt. No, man. I'm wearing red right now. What do you mean? This is new. I've seen Burgundy. it I've seen like the three different times. Really? Enough is enough. I haven't worn this in a while. I don't know. Switched to maroon. Mm. No respect. I feel like Rodney Dangerfield. No respect around here. But yeah, guys. We really appreciate it. Did you say thank you? Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm like... Um, I guess final thanks from us. Yes. Right? We we appreciate the listens, all the family, friends. Uh, we we you know we really do appreciate the support, even though we may not mention it all the time. But right, right. it's just uh, this is something special to us. We started right. it because we love movies. We're genuinely passionate about movies. Uh, we do this uh, out of enjoyment, and the fact that we can bring content to others who can also enjoy it, it means the world to us. So thank you for supporting. It's been an honor, guys. Really, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, if you like this week's episode or have ideas for future episodes, definitely get in contact with us. You can reach us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Our username would be Film Purgatory or Film underscore Purgatory. Oh, and make sure to turn notifications on your streaming services so you know as soon as we drop the latest episode. Thanks again, guys, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>